everybody! Hi guys, well from beautiful fall time, autumnal Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about some uh, nasty little remedies out there. We're going to be the, talking the, about... Maybe bullshit. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Things people like to believe that might cure your cancer or your lumbago, heart disease. Basically, we're going to be talking about uh, nonsense medical claims mm -hmm. and uh, and I don't know how to avoid them uh, of, of sorts. We might yeah. get to we'll, that. We'll, we'll get into something along those lines, but we're, we're, we're bringing up some stuff we've never brought up before on the show. There's some Which fun stuff out I think there. Is, is really great. There's yeah. some wacky stuff out there. So, but yeah. before we do that, yeah, let's get going. Uh, Dan, yeah, Bill O'Reilly, Bill O. He, he left the news, but he's right back in the news. Oh, good. Yeah, thank God. Uh, how we missed him. <laughs> Apparently, he's he's doing a web show called the No Spin News. Oh, you know. Oh, that's well. his whole thing. He doesn't spin a good goddamn thing. No, no, no. His, Not he's, that man. He's never about spin. No. He's never about an angle. No. Well, apparently on the No Spin News, he uh, he admitted to the fact that he is uh, mad at God over the <laughs> allegations of sexual harassment. Oh. Ooh, oh. That he wasn't protected. Yeah. As he says. Uh, he says, you know, <laughs> I am. Am I mad at God? Yeah, I'm mad at him. I wish I had more protection. I wish this stuff didn't happen. I can't explain it to you. Yeah, I'm mad at him. Yeah, he's definitely, Ooh. that God is definitely a problem. Because <laughs> it's getting to the point where a man can't sexually harass basically any human being that no. comes into his contact that has breasts yeah. without somebody taking him to task for it. Yeah. He's... And really, where was God to protect him from what he was going through? Because really, the uh -oh. big question in this was, what's Bill going through? No, he says it's horrible. It's horrible what I went through. <laughs> horrible what my family went through. The pain it brings to my children is indescribable. Indescribable. Yeah, but who's responsible for that right. pain, Bill? I agree with you. That was horrible for yeah. your family. I'm guessing that, yes, your children are probably traumatized, depending yeah. on how old they are. Yeah. Uh because of you, you fucker. <laughs> God. Yeah, he accused the New York Times, which, of course, uh, was the one that re who first uh, reported. On, exposed. Uh, exposed all, all his sexual harassment. His nastiness. The fact that the uh, former anchor at Fox News had paid $32 million to settle a, a sexual harassment claim uh, but a month before Fox News extended his contract. Uh and uh, so Bill O'Reilly uh, is accusing the Times of being, quote, out to hurt people with whom they disagree. Oh. I truly believe that these people at the New York Times are out to hurt people. Uh, they don't want me in the marketplace. That's what this is all about. Well, I don't want you in the marketplace either, Bill. Yeah. But I will say this. Uh, man, pots can call kettles black, can't they? <laughs> Ain't that just a thing? These guys, I'll tell you what, <sighs> out to hurt people. You know, I have sat there and watched him interview people and just shred them needlessly. Right. Uh, because they didn't agree with him. So, yeah. Right. That's your game, Bill. Yeah. So, 
Suspicion always haunts the guilty mind. Ooh, as Shakespeare, as Shakespeare once said. Good pull. Thank Dan. you. Thank you very much. Uh, I am a Shakespearean actor, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take us to Alabama, oh. where there is a women's shelter. Uh, and that's a good thing. I think that uh, we need to shelter. There are people who are homeless who need help. Yeah. Uh, and this shelter called Jesse's Place in Birmingham is uh, is, is such a place. Uh you you a, a woman can, a homeless woman can shelter there for a while hmm. hopefully get herself on her feet and uh and then you know find her own make her own way in the world mm-hmm. um however this shelter like so many christian shelters uh oh uh has requirements and the main ones are you have to attend our church uh which is funny because while uh, you're at the shelter well as, prior yes to. no no while you're at the shelter I'm like there's something wrong with this church if yeah <laughs> well there is <laughs> something wrong with it here's the thing these uh these requirements are totally legal but like so we've got uh the, so there was a woman who was at that church or was at that shelter just wanted to go to church her church that she used to that she went to which was just down the street yeah no 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 you have to go to our church it's the biggest mega church in Alabama, I guess, and you have to go there. Uh, it's so that they can verify, because if we see you there, then then we can't then you can't lie to us. Right? Do they have like a special section for the homeless people to sit so that they can <laughs> the smelly spot section, them, spot them, the, the ugly section? Damn, that's what they're saying. That's what they're calling it, not me. I don't know. It's right where your mind went. <laughs> I hurt, Dan. Oh, oh, you tender heart, you. No, they probably, I don't, I don't think they have a special section. I would hope not. There's no, certainly no mention should. of that. They really should. It would make the, the bookkeeping a lot easier. It would. Do a little roll call. You're right. You, you know? Yeah, you've got like that, that sort of five person by five person square that you yeah. just, everybody go sit in that section and then we can go up. Oh, nope. Teresa's not here. <laughs> anyway, uh, not only are they required, is church attendance required of these people, but once they get on their feet a little bit, meaning if they get a job, oh, a full time. The moment they get a job from pays seven twenty five an hour from homeless people, wow. like these people. I mean, if there's one thing we can say, it's oh. they don't have a lot of money, and it's so it's not like it's this contribution is going to be that useful to the church. It's going to be a negligible contrib- right. tr- contribution anyway. Right. And But that little bit of money to the church means a lot to, the, to these women uh-huh. who fucking need every penny they can get if they're going to, you know, if they're going to get themselves into, into their own housing and, you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this shouldn't surprise you too much because that should sound a little familiar to you. The yeah. Mormon church does the exact same thing. Yeah, they sure do. They, you know. Yeah. The Mormon church, like, no matter how dire your situation, yeah. your financial situation is. But the Mormon church has structures in place where, like, yes, you have to give us 10% of your thing. But if you're really struggling, we'll give you food and we'll give you this no, and that. No, that's true. We'll give you, yeah. like. So I guess there's that, but it, man, it, it's the it's the tithe that pays dividends. Yeah, the it, one in the Mormon Church. It just seems, uh, really, you can get more back from them than you're giving, like a lot more. Yeah, 
then you're giving him that little bit of tithe. Yeah. For somebody who's working minimum wage, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, a, a Mormon, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But these, who knows? I mean, so they're really, yeah, that sucks. I mean, you know, I it's, they're providing they, shelter. They can they can do whatever they want. It's their shelter, but it just seems it just seems antithetical to require th- these things of these women. It seems antithetical to them. What I would assume they want their mission to be. The Lord just wants what is His, right. and then He and then He showers you with blessings. Mm. You give Him His due, and it is it, and. It's just blessing after blessing after uh-huh. blessing. I'm sure if you talk point. to these women, they'd feel real blessed. I bet they would say they feel blessed. Yeah, some of them would because they found this this wonderful shelter, and they, you know, they they are if they feel like they're getting back on their feet. Blah blah blah. Right? Maybe. Yeah. I bet they would. I don't know. There you go, though. That's that's happening. Yeah. We well, need to get some secular shelters going. I mean, well, re- there are sheltering really? should be done by the state, really, because uh, because, you know, we should all be contributing. Yeah, there there really shouldn't be a need for the nonprofit sector. Right. To be providing these services. Right. Government should just be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We should I, be I taking care you. of our citizens. And then we can also. Yeah. Die, anyway. And then and then and then nobody has to be indoctrinated. into. How about we create also a nice stable society so fewer people. Oh, that'd be, you know, that wind up homeless. That's just crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, some news from Canada, Dan. Oh, the Jehovah's Witnesses there are being sued in a uh, sixty-six million dollar class action lawsuit. Whoa! Uh, f- uh, you know, which uh, the 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 lawsuit claims that the Jehovah's Witness leadership, um, that the policies of the Jehovah's Witnesses leadership protects members who sexually abuse children. What? And this this happens because the Jehovah's Witnesses don't really recognize you know state authority or civic authority or of any kind. It's like the so Lord's authority is above all. Right. And so they in these instances we're talking often about, you know, uh, 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 somebody's eternal soul. Right. Um, that the that the elders are looking to protect. It's so, it, you know, it's, this is, this is a real problem. It's a genuine, like, social conundrum because I, I understand that point of view if you're a believer, but also, uh, no, you don't get to fucking protect uh, criminals. Right. Uh, especially abusers, especially people who are, who are uh, destroying lives. Right. Just because you feel like, you know. Brother so and so is actually a good guy at heart. There's no reason why we should give him up to the police. We'll just counsel him. Well, even we'll, if he's not a good guy, if he's otherwise been a good witness, yeah, right, pays his money. Sure. I mean, I don't know exactly how all that works with the Jehovah's Witnesses, but they're they want to handle it as their own administrative issue. Yeah, with God, with Jehovah, and. uh they uh nonetheless these uh instructions are coming all the way from the top from the watchtower bible and tract society that's sort of the the parent company yeah that that runs the whole shit yeah. whole show the dark or- overlords <laughs> indeed uh apparently there are at least 20 child abuse lawsuits pending uh against the watchtower 
in the United States. Wow. And so this one's, of course, happening in Canada. There have also been lawsuits um, in Europe and Australia. You'll remember, I think we talked about it on the show, in 2015, the, there was an Australian government investigation um, of the, the Jehovah's Witnesses in Australia, mm. and they found evidence of over 1,000 uh, child abusers in wow. the Jehovah's Witnesses congregations since 1950, oh. and not a single one of them had been reported to police. Yeah, and that's so a must-report scenario, kids. Yes. That's uh, yes. a... Yes. You gotta. Uh, almost even if it's required locally or not. Yeah. this is a th- These people need to be taken... There's a moral obligation Absolutely. here. Forget the legal obligation, which probably right. also exists in mo- many of these places. Right. There's a moral and ethical obligation. Yeah. You shouldn't have to be told. The, the, the government shouldn't even have to require you to. No. You should just know, as a decent human being, yeah. that you have to report this. Oh, look, I've uncovered s- children being put at risk. Let's put a stop to that. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, I, I'm going to take us. Now, it, this is the year uh, of the, the 500th anniversary of Martin Luther's Reformation. Ah, oh, indeed. Of, of yes, Christian Church. Yes. Uh, so lots of fancy goings on are uh, are happening in Germany. Oh, uh, yes. Lutherland, as I like to call it. Uh, and so you know various uh, celebrations and various stuff. Well, one one uh, exhibit that went up isn't necessarily pleasing everybody. Oh, uh, and that is in Berlin. An exhibit, sort of, uh, basically uh, uh, highlighting how well the Nazis used Luther's own writings to import, to to get everybody on board with the whole "we hate Jews" thing. Oh, really? Notorious anti-Semite this Luther fellow ended up being. Oh, um, no. Apparently not in his early uh, days, but as his as as he progressed through his life, uh, he got less and less patient with these uh, these Jewish folks who re- kept refusing to convert, even though he was very clearly right. Uh, and yeah. so, yeah, he wrote uh, a book called "On the Jews and Their Lies." Um, oh, that one. You know. I've got a copy of that at home. G- great read. Yeah. So, awesome read. So this exhibit basically ha- has a whole bunch of different uh, photographs of, you know, the Nazi flag or the Nazi cross next to the Christian cross and just, say, just saying, you know, let's fulfill Martin Luther's true goals. Let's get all the way to the, to, to the promised land of his... Uh, extreme hatred of the Jews. <laughs> How is this going over? I mean, you kind of you you said that there's it's kind of a little stirring some feathers. Mm, it, right? It's ruffling some 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 feathers. Yeah, I. But mostly, it's you know, it's one of those things where people in Germany, I think, are used to sort of going, "Oh shit, yeah, that was us too." So like, there's this yeah. whole there's a there there. I think a lot of them are just resigned to it. But don't you think there has to be, at a certain point, some Nazi fatigue? Like, there's oh, just yeah. got to be this moment where you're, you, as, like, a German, just has... Uh, I'm so tired of hearing about this. <laughs> well, yeah, it's except been my that, entire like, life. 
Except that then it bears pointing out that, for instance, uh-huh. Kristallnacht, which yeah. was the night of the broken glass where they yeah. basically went through and just, they burned, I think, uh, over a thousand synagogues and right. bro- bro- broke the glass, you know, broke the windows of just thousands of, of uh, Jewish-owned businesses, et cetera, et cetera. Right. That happened on Martin Luther's birthday, was not lost on the Nazis and was sort of heralded by Lutheran pastors at the time who were like, we're doing it. We're doing it. Hooray. Right. What a great way to celebrate Martin Luther's birthday. He would have loved this. Yeah. Something like that. It, it's a uh, happy birthday, Martin Luther. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> Uh, that's wretched wow yeah they they celebrated the 450th anniversary like we're celebrating the 500th anniversary they celebrated the 450th uh anniversary of luther's birthday uh in in november of 33 with a nationwide german luther day in which the main speaker praised luther's quote ethno-nationalist mission uh and called for the completion of the german reformation in the third reich so Nice. And unfortunately, he could totally back that up. Wow, that's amazing. So, wow. Uh happy uh Martin Luther everybody. <laughs> I hope we're all real proud. <laughs> all right, Dan. Yeah. Well, there was an article this week in the Salt Lake Tribune that caught my attention, and I really don't want to go through the article so much. Uh, but rather something that it was pointing to. Okay. Uh, the uh, the gist of the article was that there, for the first time, uh, the LDS Church is has issued a set set of questions to be used in the interviewing of prospective missionaries. Oh, you know the, the, those Mormon missionaries that they're just famous for. Yeah, the kids on the bikes and suits and oh backpacks yeah, and... it's what most people it's what most people know of Mormons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and so in order to become one of those, they uh, you know there's a little bit of a process. You can't just don a suit and go out into the world and be a Mormon missionary. Yeah, and when I interviewed to be a Mormon to be a missionary. I was sort of under the impression that this, the, 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 the questions that the stake president was asking me were standardized questions. Because oh, they, yeah. it, was, it was clear that he had sort of a rehearsed list of questions. Yeah. And so as with, you know, like so many other things in Mormonism, there's sort of this very standardized little thing, right? Not unlike Nazism. They liked, <laughs> they liked like to Nazis. standardize everything. Yeah, exactly. And keep records of they were everything yeah, yeah. meticulous uh well none I, I guess i was wrong about that oh really the, this is this is the first time that the lds church has has issued a, a list like this and i think after reading through these questions that they um really don't want to have missionaries anymore <laughs> That's uh, that, that's what that's, I think. That's the conclusion you come to. Yeah. Well, th- there's some things in here that I'm just like, wow, people, yeah. you, you're kind of nuts. I actually do think that it's well timed oh. because, uh, you know, after the few, what was it, a couple years ago, they lowered the age of eligibility mm-hmm. to go on a mission from right. 19 to 18, and they had a burst of just a bumper crop of of, of young eager kids. Yeah. And what it did is, for a minute, 
they had the kids who had been serving when they were 19, right? Yeah. Already out in the field. And then the kids who were just, who had been waiting to turn 19, they were now, you know, going out when they would have been going out. And you had this whole year of kids who were now eligible to go. And so uh-huh. just the flood of new missionaries. Went right. Out, right. And it increased the numbers. Like it went, got up to like 88,000 missionaries. And they were, you know, doing their little Mormon brag thing about the numbers and how we have 88,000 missionaries. Well, that number is coming down. Oh, right. As yeah. it would naturally do. As it would have to. Yeah. Right. Because you don't have that overlap of the two requirements anymore. Right. right? That's how math works. Exactly. So that's sta- that's starting. That's coming down. It's coming down significantly. And I think they're taking a moment to make it a little bit harder to go on a mission on a mission. Huh? This is just my my speculation. Yeah. That that they don't they want to hide these numbers in a moment when they know the numbers are going to be going down anyway. Interesting. Right? Because so, it is going to be harder to go. So what what are some of the uh, the the questions that well, might eliminate me from uh, from going on this mission of mine? Eliminate you? Yeah, I'm I'm a all sixteen of them. Well, okay, there is that point. <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Do you have faith? In and a testimony of God, the eternal Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. Nope. Nope. Do you have a testimony that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God and the Savior and Redeemer of the world? Nope. Okay. Although I'll bet that most of the people that are asked that question and answer yes couldn't define begotten. <laughs> okay. In that context. Okay. Uh, well, here, here you go, Dan. Yeah. Now, there's some follow-up. Oh, oh, can't just get away with yes, no. Okay, and this is clever of them because I don't remember anything in in my mission president's interview. His was all yes, no's, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Please share your testimony with me. Oh, that's a very that's a very Mormon thing to say. It is, Uh, and most Mormons, I mean, that's as rote as yes, no, for most Mormons. Yeah, but this is this isn't at the pulpit. This is right conversational between you and a, an ecclesiastical leader right please share uh, your testimony and uh follow up to that one uh, how has the atonement of jesus christ influenced your life oh my god to an 18 year old right i think and actually I, quite I honestly a 17 year old like, i feel like i'm running from because miss utah all of a sudden <laughs> well i think that the atonement of god is has affected my life in the following ways I am a better person because of the atonement of God. And there are children as who, uh, what was that one that went off the rails? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, how about this one? What does it mean to you to repent? Oh. Right? Not yeah. have you repented of everything. What does it mean to you to repent? Yeah, okay. Will you share your testimony about Joseph Smith? Okay. Basically, it's the gist of that question. Uh Let's see. Full-time missionary service requires living gospel standards. What do you understand about the following standards? Uh-oh. One, the law of chastity. The law of chastity. Ooh. B, avoiding pornography. I feel like there should be a porn called the law of chastity. <laughs> and, and she's chast- in charge. Chastity is the, uh, is, is the <laughs> sassy mistress of the, of the bordello. <laughs> I... Let's make it so. <laughs> new Patreon goal. We're going to anyway, make it. Uh, it goes through a, f- a few others. Um, 
And then it goes on. Do you have any legal actions pending against you? Yeah. Uh, have you ever committed a serious violation of criminal law, regardless of whether or not you were arrested, you were convicted, or the record was expunged? That's interesting. The, the are there any legal actions against you is interesting because suddenly it occurs to me this could be a great way to get out of the country if you're like <laughs> in some trouble, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> smuggle yourself out on on a uh, on a religious visa, and right. then you can just like chill for a while now i do remember some of these being on a questionnaire oh like i do i believe that one was on sort of the standardized questionnaire that you sure. just sort of filled out but this is the stake president with his powers of discernment interesting looking you in the eye yeah you know and a, and asking you the question all right here's here's one that's uh interesting that it's on the list have you ever sexually abused a child in any way Again, with the whole regardless of whether or not you were charged, or convicted, or the record was expunged. Huh. Which is dicey. I mean, like, I... Uh, that's... That's rough. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of them, actually, in some way, for, like, going straight straight to it. Yeah. Uh, and recognizing that, you know, an 18-year-old kid out in the world in sort of this very trusted position, and Mormons can be very trusting of missionaries. Right. right letting their kids just... You know, run around oh, that's really some kid who actually has a serious problem. Yeah. Right? One so would hope that that's a disqualifying uh, question. Um, like, if you answer yes to that, one hopes, oh, we're not going to send you on that mission. Well, it says, if yes, and the abuse has not been reported, see Handbook 1, blah, blah, blah. Oh. If the abuse was previously resolved, see Handbook 1, blah, 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 for direction. Oh. So, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> <laughs> that one i don't think that it's an automatic it doesn't say if the answer is yes in the interview now and call the cops right 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 um have you ever committed a serious transgression blah 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 support with okay these are all unpaid debts now there was one that you were telling me about earlier that affects that that would have affected me that i was kind of shocked by yeah yeah that that one's coming up and i'll skip to that one um have you ever been on medication or the otherwise treated for any of the following conditions attention deficit disorder yes attention deficit hyperactivity disorder same thing anxiety depression yes. obsessive compulsive yes. disorder no. or autism spectrum disorder including asperger's if yes please explain huh now that's fascinating to me like what what does ADHD have to do? Are are they just worried that someone's going to get a little so, flighty in their in in their? No, actually, there's the appendix oh, that gets okay. into these issues, and their concern about that is they they need to know whether or not you're going to be able to study. Oh, right, <laughs> because there's a lot of study, there's a lot of memorization, mm. uh, perhaps there's a new language to learn. The, sure. the, and these things take a lot of attention and a lot of focus and effort and so forth. And there were there were it, just because maybe you couldn't do it on your own. There were also some things in there. Well, if your companion helped you, would you be able to learn these things? Interesting, right? So it's not an automatic okay. excluder, but uh, but still, they're asking th the they're, question. They're concerned and they want to talk through it and make sure that you're going to be able to do this kind of stuff. And so, I mean, this list, it goes on a little bit. But what's interesting is if the, if the stake president, in his use of his power of discernment, 
right decides that this and that he discerns <laughs> that this mission that this potential prospective missionary whatever is perhaps not ready for a proselytizing mission uh he could be or she could be instead called to serve a uh, church service mission okay sure so, so there's that well there you go uh yeah uh, i just don't go on a mission How about that <laughs> that's that was my that, that was my really good decision that was probably my the, the first good really solid decision i made in my adult life <laughs> uh i'm gonna take us quickly to um uh i don't know where this is oh illinois yeah. Joliet, Illinois, uh, the Roman Catholic Diocese of Joliet uh, has, of course, lovely uh, facilities, including a uh, cemetery Oh, uh, where a, a woman named Marguerite Ridgway is buried in spite of the fact that she had sort of started to lose her faith in Catholicism by the time she died, oh. largely due to the fact that she was pretty rattled by all the sex abuse scandals, all the child sex abuse scandals. Okay, yeah. Uh, so her son recently decided he wanted to add something, a little je ne sais quoi, to her gravestone, and did so. Uh, it was ba so basically the he sent some money to them uh, for the inscription, and wanted the phrase uh, to appear on her headstone that would say. She supported priest rapist victims. Yeah. Wow. They weren't thrilled. No. By this idea. No. Uh, I bet not. <laughs> what's really funny to me is that so they so you know it's their thing and they can actually they can make rules about whether or not uh, you can you, you can add language like that to a headstone. Ah. Yeah. Uh, they actually came back with a very reasonable alternative, I think. Uh, a little QR code that would go to a website that said it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, what they said was, you know, uh, so this is uh, attorney Maureen Hart Harton of the diocese, who said, this is not a subject that we at the Diocese of Joliet shy away from. It's a sad chapter in our history. Yeah, history. That doesn't happen anymore. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, that we think about daily. They suggested alternative uh, wordings, such as she supported clergy sex abuse victims or she supported victims of clergy sex abuse. Hmm. I feel like that's actually kind of reasonable. Nah. Like, they could have just said, no. Yeah. You can't put that on there. We have those people here. We have right. clergy and priests here. Yeah. But no, instead they they said, you know what? I well, yeah, that happened. She believed it. Let's okay, just not so say priest rape. That's, yeah. I think that's okay. Th that was a little harsh for them. It's a little further than they were willing to go. But clergy sex abuse. So what? How's the family feel about this? Um, are they are they like yeah sure? Well, or are they, they're or raising they they're like, raising a little bit of a fuss. Rape. The father or, or the, the son uh, who wanted to do this uh, is quoted as saying, "I don't understand why this marker is controversial in the least." Uh, he says it states she supported priest rapist victims. Doesn't the diocese of Joliet also support priest rapist victims? Which <laughs> we don't prefer. That is not our preferred language That's, on this topic. Right, exactly. I think... 
But the phrase, it's really just an issue with the phrasing. And apparently it is. Yeah. So there you go. They, they acknowledge that there are clergy abuse victims. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual sex abuse victims. So That's I think what it's that, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I say that is, I, I'm giving props to the, the diocese and saying that that is a, a surprisingly reasonable tack to take on this that's that's where i'm coming from anyway uh others may agree or or disagree and they can let us know and they can let us know you can write into his kids uh podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or you could call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 that's right go to the facebook page facebook.com slash tgi atheist and while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but that's what makes it awesome. Yeah. And once you're in it, it's even more awesome. It's great. Uh, and also, don't forget that we are back up with the video. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, for the time being. But there was a little glitch in the middle <laughs> Something there. Something just happened. But uh, hopefully we're back up with the video. So go to our YouTube channel and you can see what color my shoes are. Indeed. I almost said the color. You it almost was like this impulse. Just be like, mm, color, name a color. <laughs> hey, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, it's time to play uh, a little clip of audio. Yeah, we like to do that. The somebody, somebody religious saying something crazy. So far, we have not had trouble finding that. <laughs> We've done three hundred and some odd episodes uh, of the show. Still, ha- don't have any trouble finding somebody saying something crazy each week. Yeah. Well, this one comes from uh, I think a newbie to to the show. Yeah. I don't think we've ever played this guy before. His name's Rodney Howard Brown, and he is the pastor of a. Very large church down in Florida. Oh, yeah. I want to say. Uh, he. Everyone is very uh, even keeled in Florida. <laughs> anyway, he was, uh, just so that we can tie this in and make it a little, even a little bit more pivotal, uh, he prayed over Donald Trump in the overall, over, Oval Office earlier this year. Oh, so that's nice. Uh, and he is uh, something of a conspiracy theorist i'm i'm gonna say he's a conspiracy enthusiast <laughs> well anyway let's let's listen to see what he has to say okay the false gods of egypt and the prophets what are these people what are these holidays prophets of the enemy you know i mock you and some said no we must be nice so we can win them for jesus these people are full of the devil these people can't even be reasoned with. These are not people that you can talk to. And they already have given their soul to the devil. Are you with me? These people go through seances. These people drink blood. These people sacrifice children. Somebody said they don't do that. They sacrifice children at the highest levels in Hollywood. They drink blood of young kids. This is a fact. That's why the next thing to be exposed will be all the pedophilia that's going to come out of Hollywood and come out of Washington, D.C. The human sacrifice and the cannibalism has been going on for years. Somebody said, oh, they don't do that. It's worse than what you think. You remember when the whole spirit cooking thing came out? That's commonplace, ladies and gentlemen. And many of the Hollywood actors said, you go see on a screen 
What you don't know, they bring a witch. They do a big seance right there on the set and they worship devils and they allow devils to come into them before they take the part of what they're going to act. It's a fact what I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I, it's a he, fact. He said it's a fact, Dan. Well, I don't know how anyone could ever contest anything that he just said. And as he points out multiple times, somebody said that it wasn't true. But it's a fact. But it's true. But it's true. I can tell you, maybe that's why you and I haven't done so great in the uh, in uh, at breaking into Hollywood. We don't know anything about uh, these satanic rituals that they do. <laughs> I can't. I've never sacrificed anything. Any. Not a, I, not even a goat. Much less a child. Not much less a child. Yeah, I, I, we are not drinking enough infant blood. Is our if problem? If we did, well, we would get our big break. Yeah. Clearly, obviously, that's the big uh, next big scandal. Coming, also, coming soon um, to a theater near Maybe you. going to a place like Hollywood where there's work. Oh, going there for people like physically. <laughs> uh, in the have industry. you been there? Have you driven there? <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Can't be bothered. Uh, well, we had some folks write into us, uh, call into us. Did indeed. Might as well. Uh, might as well acknowledge them, I guess. Oh my God. No, uh, Elise wrote in. Hey, fellas, uh, I was just listening to episode three hundred seven, and I wanted to applaud Dan for broaching the subject of racism in the Book of Mormon musical. Hmm. Uh, we might add sexism in the form of the naive girlishness in the only developed female character in the play. I think that's a valid point. Huh. Uh, any critique of the African characters that I have heard is met with casual with casual reference to South Park politics, i.e. these guys make fun of everything. Or people focus on parody and satire and say the accusation of racism is reading things too seriously. Uh, hmm. While true, there is punching up and punching down. And issues of race and power are more complex than equal opportunity ridicule than than an equal opportunity ridicule position allows. So thanks for stating that your perspective, at very least, uh, the issue of what roles black actors get in American theater mm. can be considered once we bring up the issue of racism as relevant to our enjoyment of theat of this theatrical ex extravaganza. Yeah, I think that that's right. uh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and yeah, I think black actors have been getting a very short end of a very short stick for a long time. Yeah. So I think that that's, you know, as a theater guy, that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I have a voicemail. Okay. Uh, from a listener down under. Oh, yes. I'm just going to, I'm just going to let him say his piece. Please do. Hey, Fran and Dank. Greg here from South Australia. Love the show. Hey, the whole Satanist thing just reminded me of when I did a little bit of clinic defense when I was in the U.S. in the 90s in Minneapolis. And, uh, yeah, these evangelicals line their children up from smallest to tallest with the smallest carrying a tiny coffin walking past this clinic. And uh, we managed to uh, block them out, which was really cool. And then a chant went out, which was, um, Satan has spoken, the clinic stays open. So there you go. But, uh, yeah, keep up the great work. I love listening to your show when I'm brush cutting. That's basically what I do most of the time. <laughs> so, cheers from sunny Adelaide. Bye. Well, thanks so much. That's, yeah. uh, uh, we, 
That's a great chant. I'm going to start chanting that in my daily life. <laughs> Satan has spoken. The clinic stays open. Yeah. Hey, nice. if that's what it takes, yeah, uh, a little word from our dark lord, I'm <laughs> all for it. As long as the ladies can uh, take control of their bodies. Absolutely. Uh, Ty wrote into us, hey, guys, love the show. I've been listening for a little while now on my commute to and from work. Uh, I'm an atheist raised in a hardcore fam, a Catholic family. My wife is Mormon, though. Mm-hmm. I've been going to Mormon church with my wife. Oh, my God, you poor, poor man. <laughs> uh, for the past few years to be supportive. I, dr- I dress up and sit there quietly. A lot of people there don't even realize I'm not a member. Sometimes if it's, it is really difficult for me not to say something and point out the ridiculous things they are saying. I believe, in my, I believe my wife's beliefs are mainly just habit and indoctrination. She's been taught it since she was little, and it's ingrained into her. I don't mm. think she even knows the extent to how crazy uh, her, this church is, and I don't think she wants to know. It's easier, her, easier for her just not to think about it. I was wondering if you knew of any tips on how to talk to her or any Mormon without being too offensive. Uh, they are sensitive about it. Yes, they are. Uh, I don't know a lot of other openly atheist people around here. Sometimes it feels like I'm taking crazy pills. It's nice to be able to listen to your podcast and realize I'm not alone. Hmm. Thanks. Hmm. Well, you're not alone, Ty. Uh, not even in the uh, interfaith marriage thing. Right. That's not something that you're alone in. Talking to your wife, though, is a tricky one. Uh, and one that may uh, not bear the fruit that you want it to. Yeah. I... I, I look, we're not experts on this sort of thing. No. So any uh, any advice we give, take with a grain of salt. And maybe you know, go see a therapist, and they'll give you better advice. I'm right. not sure, but it does seem to me that if you want to talk to your wife about religion, great, but don't go in with the agenda of converting her, because right. that's just going to cause tension. That's just going to cause uh, trouble, and and it's not, you know, it's not it's not where you need to be. Because your job is to love her. It's not to it's not to make her agree with you on everything. Right. So I would say so I mean it'd be nice if she uh came to your way of thinking. But I mean, what I would start with is create space with her, you know, enlist her in, in creating space for both of you to express your honest feelings about religion. Uh and I think that if you can create space in yourself for her honest expression of 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 her feelings uh and listen uh with 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 a with a careful heart then uh, she might be able to do the same and listen to you, to where you're coming from and at very least you'll understand each other better mm. if neither of you converts to the other person's way of thinking at very least you'll have communed on uh on being on opening to each other and yeah. that's always a good thing yeah there you go Wow, I should be a therapist. That was great. <sighs> do not listen to me. <laughs> uh, do, do we have some folks to thank? Yes, we do. Uh, we actually have three new patrons. Okay. Uh, this week, we have Kevin, who's coming in at the faithful level. Lovely. So thank you, Kevin. We have James coming in at... The Pope level. Whoa. James. Pope James. Wow. Holy cow. And we have Farty McPooper. 
<laughs> you made Coming Frank in say it. At Venerable. Yay! <laughs> Farty McPooper. You made Frank say Farty McPooper. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's how that works. Yeah. So if you also would like to help continue our mission here at Thank God I'm Atheist, or if you just want to make Frank say something he's not comfortable saying, go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Patreon tab and, uh, and, and sign up uh, at whatever level makes you comfortable and happy. Yeah, uh, all of that will work. We are, we are so grateful for all of our, all of our donors. And still, uh, I, I assume, do we have the we same have Lord a, and Savior? We have the same Lord and Savior this week, everybody. Angela! Angela, our Lord and Savior, uh, and we bless you all in her holy name. Dan. Yes, sir. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, ah, what's, what's the, just bad, bad medicine, medicine out there. Your love is like bad medicine. Do you remember that song? (laughs) I do remember that song. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, uh, sort of the the stuff that people believe some pretty crazy things about what's going to cure their ailment, whatever it is, there's yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff for people say will help you with your, you know, beat cancer. You see these clickbaity things online oh, all the yeah. time. You know, if eat you, this this one simple trick cured my cancer. Sure, click here, you know some clickbaity nonsense. Four lemons and a garlic, and you're fine. Right, you'll right. be fine for life. And a lot of this stuff, like it, it bounces around, and I, I, I get a little annoyed by it. Like, there's a couple people at work. I probably shouldn't really say this, <laughs> but, but who, who really, really view this stuff very differently than I do, right? Yeah. And we, and I'm just gonna, in case this ever gets around to any of them, I want to say this in the nicest way possible. We, they, they trust sources that are very different than sources that I trust, right. and so they come to some conclusions that are difficult for me to swallow and i just bite my lip and i don't say anything about it because i know i'm not going to get through with my worldview to them even though my worldview view is based in science and is more testable and provable and 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 they're full of of shit (laughs) well i'm not saying that no what i'm saying is that they don't trust science and in fact that's actually kind of at the root of this you'll hear people say things about Big Pharma or the the some, the corruption at the FDA. Yeah, so they, they 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 don't trust the system, the medical yeah. system in this country. Because if a doctor were to cure a disease, then they wouldn't have then they wouldn't make all the money from right. treating the disease. Exactly. So right. there must be a conspiracy to keep the cures out of the real out of the market. Exactly. Right. Uh, so that so the big pharma and and all the doctors. Uh, can can uh, m- maliciously make their right. their evil lucre right off of us poor unsuspecting saps right exactly and one of the big ones that's been kind of floating around for a little while that the FDA for for whatever reason hasn't until just very recently touched is uh, stem cell therapies oh that are that are very unregulated and just kind of out there. And there are legitimate stem cell therapies. Now, hold on, Frank. What? 
because I've read about these stem cells and they're real science. There you're is using, real science. You're about using stem cells. science words and that means it's good. Well, that's the thing. The stem cell stuff sounds so fucking legit, right? Yeah. And so, you know, it's easy for people to get a little uh, lured in. Um, and uh, basically, though, um, you know, because we have talked about homeopathy, yeah. um, sort of the, the anti-vaxxers, the, 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 also you know, bullshit. The, the drawing connections between vaccines and autism, those folks. Right. Uh, we've never really talked about Gwyneth Paltrow, which I'm shocked somehow we she... haven't talked about her nonsense, but she's out there. Well, um, yeah, I mean, and her, 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 her website, craziness. Goop, <laughs> is amazing. It's truly horrifying. She's like, got, I had she's never got, been to this like, website entire, entire, like, things of supplements that you can take, detox things. Well, By the way, the anytime anyone, one, if anyone uses the word toxins to you, they're full of shit. Yes. If you use the word toxins, cut it the fuck out. Unless you're a doctor and you know what you're talking about. If you can name the actual toxin, <laughs> you can talk about toxins. <laughs> If you can't name what the toxin is that you're it's referencing, just generically toxins. it's just, yeah, this overarching toxins thing. Shut the fuck up. I don't know, Dan. Sometimes I just need a good detox. <sighs> but nonetheless, yeah. And Gwyneth Paltrow with her jade egg thing. Oh, she sticks up her coochie. Yeah. Right. Like, not cool. <laughs> not cool. I mean, th this woman is unhinged when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and is promoting this very anti-scientific view of uh sort of wellness and well-being and health and uh all of that crap i mean they have like on this on her website they have like sprays that you can like clear the air around you from like bad juju yeah they you have know? you were showing me a uh a, a psychic vampire repellent yes. spray yeah <laughs> yes uh indeed uh i mean which... isn't that just mace isn't that just <laughs> like you can? I there's a lot no, that can repel any no, person. Really, this, this doesn't. This Dan, the ingredients on this. Can I just are, scream psychic vampire and just spray you with something? Is uh, that even okay? This is a unique and complex blend of sonically tuned gem elixirs, <laughs> including black tourmaline, ruby, lapis lazuli, onyx, and garnet. Wait. Oils of rosemary, juniper, and lavender. It's and uh, Reiki charged crystals, so it's got rocks and oil. Yeah, yeah. But it says <laughs> it says this is in in embedded in the in instructions. Uh, but it's just such a wonderful sentence. Uh, spray around the aura to protect from psychic attack and emotional harm. How do I even find the aura? I and then it said something about avoid the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want little uh, micro shards of lapis lazuli in your eyes. I guess is uh, is true. I would I wouldn't want you. that in my eyes. Tell me about this stem cell thing though, because I okay. am curious. So there are and and this I don't want like if you're at the doctor and he's talking, you have like um, maybe some sort of like you know there there's very specific cancer. Or maybe you have um, like heart disease. Mm. Apparently, these two are, and, and there might be a couple others that I just didn't see. But these are legitimate like um, treatments that have gone through 
you know, rigorous testing and have been shown to have an effect okay. on um, improving heart, your, your, the condition of your heart. Sure. And, uh, and improving your uh, body's, I think with the, the, it was like a bone marrow specific oh, yeah. um, treatment with stem cells. Um, it was like a transplant type thing. Sure. Uh, that's for real. Right. That that that's real stuff. That's all useful and, um, and medically uh and and scientifically validated. Right. However, a uh a, a stem cell clinic such as US Stem Cell down in Florida, which the FDA just shut down. Oh dear. Uh that is offering to I can't even remember what it was it was like blending all this like stuff with some stem cells that it had har- that they'd harvest from somewhere. And they were Got them injecting in the them, Inject- you know, intravenously oh God. to treat pain. Oh, God. That's probably not a legit use. Just Also, if the same place... I'll just throw stem cells at you and hope that it fixes things. Right. If the same place that is doing stem cell treatments is also doing ozone therapy, <laughs> right... Or a naturopathy, whatever this or that, right? Run screaming because this is this is totally fake and bogus and potentially dangerous. There have been cases where people have had um, they were going in for like eye treatment of some kind with stem cells, and they were injecting the stem cells in and around their eyes. Oh dear! And then they end up having to go in and have bone surgically removed from their eyelid. Because what? the stem cells had, had turned to bone. Oh, my God. Or uh, another case where a guy had sort of this big mass of just bloody jelly, whatever, that had to be surgically removed. Because the stem cells, they didn't know what the fuck to do. Right. You'd, if they're you just, just inject them into a location. Yeah. And, you'd, and, they're, and they may not be right. clean. Like, there's, there's, like, pure stem cells. My understanding is that, like, there's stem cells that have no... Uh, no programming specialization of whatsoever, or whatever. But right. most stem cells are a kind of cell, right? That is just uh, and and so yeah, well yeah, you can't, was- you can't tell like heart stem cells go fix an elbow because they don't. <laughs> they, that's not what they do. Right. That's not their job, right? And so the problem here isn't it is it it almost it, I mean all this stuff is just you know crackery and and snake oil salesmen type stuff right um and because like legitimate doctors legitimate scientists aren't going to go through this process they're not going to be you know hiding under the radar with this treatment that the u.s government isn't letting us use right yeah here like that's not the narrative of people who are legitimately trying to help you right and and the the other thing is that look franklin you and i Mm. are in no way rep- trying to represent ourselves as people who know the science well enough to know no, what's fact, okay and what isn't. Not at all. In fact, uh, so don't ever don't don't think that we're that we're saying that. But what we are saying is that there are people out there in the world who are absolutely qualified not only to uh, to research hmm. treatments, but to determine what treatment like what. What medical papers yeah. are valid? Okay, and what medical papers are nonsense? Because Wait a sec- okay. there's another, there's a whole other problem here, which is that there is a a series of uh, science journals that have started cropping up that you just pay to get your 
paper into. Oh, seriously? They're bullshit science journals. Wow. And uh, it, you know, for the lay, for an average layperson, it's going to look for all the world like this is a valid uh, science paper mm-hmm. that was conduct. You know, valid science was conducted by a lab mm-hmm. somewhere, and it has been published in an independent journal. And oh, okay, that sounds like all the sciencey that ticks mm-hmm. so many science boxes. Right. But no, there's a shit ton of these uh, fucking journals that are just pay to play. You just yeah. pay to wow. get your your paper in there. That's criminal. Uh, and they don't they don't have peer review. And uh, and it yeah. And so now it smacks of uh, being authoritative. Right. Exactly. Like the, the, and so like you know you get like a, a DoTerra or you get you know some sort mm. of smellum company that that is doing whatever D- doTERRA being an essential oil right yeah company here in in utah yeah i call them smells i call them the stinkies yeah they come into town they they have their convention here and they oh boy but downtown just smells so wretched and uh just and, walking down the street and they start they start you know if you go to their website they'll show you a thousand different scientific papers confirming this sure. that and the other about their their claims about their product right well, guess who funded those studies? Right. And guess, and guess, uh, you know, they and they can go to an independent lab, but you know, the independent lab is paid by them. Right. And they say, hey, keep doing the science until it says this. Right. Uh, and that is not how science works. Right. And so, uh, so, and then again, they go and they publish in these in these uh, so-called journals, and how and the trick. So wh- I guess what I'm getting at is. There's a whole group of people that will sort through all of this nonsense. Yeah, this is the cut part. all of this bullshit for you. Where do we find these people? They're called doctors. And they'll just see you. They'll let you come into their office. They'll actually examine you. They'll hopefully be up on all of the new stuff. You can ask them, you know, ask go ahead and ask them about, you know, putting a jade egg in your vagina and see what they have to say right. about it. Right, because uh, it may be fine to do that. I don't know. I don't know what it's meant to do. Um, Is it, it balances to... your chi? Oh god! Uh, and what enhances orgasm? I think was part of it. Well, I mean, for the chi thing. Oh, bullshit. it strengthens the it's like the kegels. muscles. Is it like yeah. kegels? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, maybe that's real. That's what she says it does. Yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about that. But Personally, are... but why can't I just trust Gwyneth Paltrow? Why? Doesn't she have my health and my vagina in her best interest? Let me tell you something. She's she's very successful in Hollywood, and you know what that means? Sacrificing and drinking infant blood. <laughs> she's a Satanist, and I can't trust her. You may this might be the one example where that's true. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, uh, don't get your science from Hollywood. Don't get right. your science from a podcast. Right. Not uh, this podcast. Certainly not there this one. There are podcasts. Yeah, well. Get, just have reputable... Uh, <laughs> go to your doctor. And guess what? If you don't trust your doctor, go to another doctor. Yeah. The, the, the whole answer is, uh, n- oh, I, ha- I had a doctor once who told me some stuff that was bullshit. And doctors can make mistakes, too. Mm-hmm. Get a second opinion. Yes. Talk to someone else who's unaffiliated with that first doctor. Absolutely. And 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 that's how you do the checks and balances. Right. You don't go, oh, that doctor was bullshit. Guess I'll try lemons. All doctors are bullshit. Right. I, yeah. I, all I need is a master cleanse 
and everything will be fine. You know, never underestimate the power of cayenne. <laughs> Greatly reduced in a in, in, in with mostly water, a tiny bit of lemon, and some honey. Yeah, that is going to get you all fixed up. Dan, here's what ails you. Well, your, your innards are just going to be all cleaned out. At very least, it'll You're cure that. Be in sort of this euphoric state while your body goes into starvation mode. Mm-hmm. But it feels great for a minute. Then you'll, it'll probably cure that cheery disposition you've always been plagued <laughs> with. Wait, my cheery disposition? <laughs> I'm saying you as a, the general you. Oh, I'm guessing right. that... Uh, it, I, I, know, I was confused about my cheery disposition. No, you don't have a cheery disposition. How dare you, Dan? See? <laughs> Proved it. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I did a master cleanse, I'd probably get grumpy. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that I'd want to see what happened to me if I did a master cleanse. Anyway, uh, <laughs> go out there and do good science, people, and and believe the scientists more than more at least. Mm. You don't have to believe them all the way, mm. but believe them more than someone who doesn't know anything. Right. That's that's the key. That's the big... so tricky, Dan. It's so not. It's so easy. (laughs) All right. uh, Hey, listen, if you guys want to write into us and tell us how wrong we are about all of the things, you can do so. uh, Podcast at ThankGodImAtheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number to do so is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Uh, it's a great community of like-minded people, and it protects your privacy if that's something that's important to you. Indeed. And speaking of Facebook, thanks to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the page, and thanks so much to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their moderation of the Members Only Lounge. And, of course, we have to thank, because it's great, uh, the providers of our music, the Red Rock Hot Club, and Gordon Johnston. Indeed. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.